and welcome to episode number 43 of the Nintendo Jump Podcast. We are a weekly discussion podcast created for Nintendo gamers by Nintendo gamers. It is the week of April 15th. My name is Daryl and I was let off. I was not convicted by the sheer... Oh, man, just in ingenuity of my lawyer. It was amazing. Uh, <laughs> speaking of, Sergio, how are you doing, man? Hey. I'm doing well. <laughs> <laughs> keeping, keeping a low-key today, huh? <laughs> man, it's been, a, it's been a good week for gaming. Definitely. It's, you know, Switch-oriented, <laughs> as it should be. It really, really has. Yeah. So, Kevin, how are you doing? How's your week been? What are you drinking tonight? I hesitate to ask. Sup, <laughs> <laughs> y'all? Doing pretty well. You know, interesting enough, I have oolong tea that I made earlier this morning, but completely forgot until now. <laughs> I had it in my traveler's mug. <laughs> and, you know, I, I I just neglected to drink it until now. I'm like, wait a second. Because I thought it was going to be water, right? This is my traveler mug. I was drinking. I'm like, wait, it's not water. It's oolong tea. And I'm like, okay, guess it works. So, uh so I'm now, primed to position. Yeah. Now it's ooh long term tea. No, I'm primed to position. <laughs> <laughs> ooh long term tea. <laughs> we gotta make oh, that, that was a, That was a reach. <laughs> that was that was pretty rough. That was dragon style. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That was. Oh man. Uh. So I mean, yeah, it was a. It's been a really, really good week uh, to be a, a Switch gamer, and I'm excited about tonight. Just because we've we got some fun stuff to talk about. Speaking of, Kevin, what are we talking about? You know what? I'm uber excited too. And I and we're gonna talk about a bunch of games that came out this bunch week of that games. we a bunch of games that just exploded onto the scene, whether you're looking at the left to the right, you're it's just like these games are <laughs> Common that we're talked about. <laughs> they're everywhere. The, they're everywhere. <laughs> from the indie show, the Nindy showcase. From before that, I mean, oh man, I'm excited. You know, it's gonna be good, including one that I we just started playing, which we'll get into later. Um, but for now, we got a bunch of games as mentioned, and there we go. That's the thing. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> I'm just I'm just gonna jump right in. Uh, so last night. Promptly at 9 p.m. Uh, <laughs> the 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 evening of of April 17th, uh, Joker was released into Smash, and you know we were all able to smoothly download it and had no issues doing that. And you know we got a, <laughs> we got a whole evening to play as him, and that's been great. Uh, so Sergio, what do you think with that evening? Yeah, I think it went so smoothly that everyone kind of has already had their fill of Joker. And I know everyone is already expecting, you know, when's the next DLC? I'm done with Joker. <laughs> I had so many hours last night. <laughs> so I tried I tried for something like two hours last night to actually download this freaking update. And Dang. so apparently Nintendo servers were on fire or something, and, and something was going drastically wrong. Meanwhile, some people actually were able to download the update and get the character, all, although not play online. So you've got guys, you got like straight... <laughs> Streamers streaming Joker gameplay, and meanwhile, I'm like, okay, restart download. Oh, it failed. Okay, restart download. Oh, it failed. <laughs> For like, oh no, over, like seriously, over an hour of just like you know watching TV, trying it over and over. Um, I, yeah, that was rather frustrating. Uh, mm. but I mean, I finally did. It finally did download this morning for me, so I've, I've I have been able to play him some. Uh, this evening, Sergio, wh- what about you? Have you been able to get the new update? 
Yes, uh, this morning, I, I was actually wondering if maybe it was going to be still a little bit slow or something. But no, it finally went smooth. It took, what, about five minutes to download and install. And yeah. Yeah, you, <laughs> you know, you're right there. You get everything. Yeah, Joker is it's pretty cool, actually. I kind of, I like the way he controls. It's, it's Something about it kind of connects with me. And, the, the, you know, there's a lot of features that he has. Very interesting character, very counter-based. But yeah, I pretty much like it. And of course, the stage mementos, man, and the music. <laughs> Amazing music. Yeah, so just a quick shout out to to our friend Monty for uh, pulling pulling the song that showed up in Smash <laughs> for one of our prior uh, uh, music episodes, which, by the way, I said, I, how awesome would it be if three, two, one, baby, baby, baby. It's totally in there. <laughs> totally happened. I mean, that is that is confirmed. So I'm actually pretty happy. So I instantly... Uh, went into the my music settings within Smash, and turned every other song to zero, and turned that <laughs> one to a hundred percent, and now I'm nice. I'm happy every time that stage. Comes. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, not to say anything about the rest of the music, but that one song, Mass Destruction, is just oh man, that's that's hype for a battle, and I like the blue stage a lot, so. Yeah, it, it wins out. It just wins out. Yeah, so the stage actually changes color based on which game's music it's playing, which that's pretty neat. Um, that's the, red, touch, yeah. the red to me is a little hard to look at, to be honest. Oh, it's, okay. <laughs> it's a little, uh, I don't know, something about it, just just a little harsh. Uh, the yellow's okay, but the blue, the man, the blue's where it's at. Personally, I haven't, uh, well, I have downloaded the update this morning when I woke up, but hmm. haven't played as Joker yet, but with that being said, you know, What's the scene like? Like, are there a lot of people playing as Joker? Are you playing mirror matches and competition? And what is the best thing you like about the character so far? <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna quote Ryan from uh, Xenoblade Chronicles One, and just say, going into quick play right now, what a bunch of jokers! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> boom! <laughs> just like there's tons of them, and I was adding to them. So I, I played the the Ditto match a ton today. Mm. And yeah, just to share my thoughts on the character a little bit, man, he's fast, and he is not. I don't get the same feeling that I did um, with the some of the DLC characters in in Smash for Wii U, where you played them and you're like, oh no, <laughs> um, this is this is this is way too good. I, I don't get that feeling. I think he's right. he feels balanced to me. He is fast. He kind of slightly reminiscent of somebody like Sheik, actually. Like there's some there's some mm. similarities there. Uh, but a few little quirks to his his moveset, particularly the the scorpion. Get over here, uh, <laughs> grapple right. hook. I love, <laughs> and I, I like I like his overall moveset. I like how it changes when he actually gets the persona. I like him a lot more than yes. I thought I would. So that's actually rather mm. nice. Right. Good stuff. You know, I'm surprised because I I played three quick matches this morning and I was expecting to fight a Joker, but I didn't. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so you were the problem, <laughs> not everybody else. <laughs> but no, I mean, so for me, uh, really good sign of things to come, and really like the stage. Really, really like the stage. Actually, I'm, I would advocate for it to be legal in some formats, uh, in in tournament. Um, really, really like it. Uh, like the character, think he's good, uh, and actually really fun to play. So, can we talk about the other updates to the game? Um, so what they've they've gone and added. Uh, some replay uh, features, so video video editing features, so like you can k- yes. kind of make your own combo videos in the game now, which is 
Oh man, that's gonna get a lot of use. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you can put you can put like words and graphics and transitions between the clips and stuff. That's it's pretty slick. I haven't played around with it yet, but I kind of I, I want to just to make some funny stuff and and just see what happens. And the bigger one for me is the stage builder. Actually, yes. stage that builder is, is super yeah. cool this time around. Sergio, have you messed with it at all? Not in terms of making something. Uh, well, we did watch, you know, we kind of had like a 15-minute video with the details and everything that the 3.0 update is bringing. Yeah. And they kind of went over pretty well as as far as all the things that you can do. And they showed some stages that are that look really cool already. And also the fact that you can just share them. You Basically, you go into share mode in the online connections and you can download anyone's stage. Just for free amazing <laughs> <laughs> and i mean you can make some crazy stuff in there based on that video that they're showing and, which by the way kudos to nintendo for shadow dropping a mini smash direct out of nowhere uh that, <laughs> that was pretty hilarious uh but yeah i mean you can you can do a lot with this stage builder that you could not do in prior games yes. um so I don't know. I, I think I think there might be some cool stuff there. I haven't gotten a chance to play with it too much. I drew some lines and, and saw how it worked a little bit uh, earlier, and that was kind of my extent. But I'll play around with it and see what I can do. It it seems actually rather neat, so I, 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 I'm pretty happy about it. Uh, so I think that's probably it for Smash. Uh, you know, it's, this is kind of a perennial game. It will swing back whenever we hear about the next <laughs> DLC character which I would assume will be sooner rather than later. And we've got four more of these at least. So, yeah, man. You know, I was <laughs> sort of expecting them to announce who the next one is going to be when Joker dropped. But I guess they kind of dropped him so out of nowhere that yeah. they're probably not even ready or decided who's going to be number two. I hope that I hope they know at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I think they do. I, you know, I'm thinking they're gonna announce it in E3. I think that'll be the, probably the best time. I mean, just the. I mean, it's like probably the best time to announce the second character. So that I'm putting my money on that. <laughs> mm, and could they maybe announce and drop it on day one? You yeah, know what? They easily that would could. be sick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, thinking back to thinking back to Wii U, the. DLC characters pretty much had their own little showcase. So I remember yeah. when when Cloud joined Smash, they just advertised, "Hey, you know, tune in for a Smash broadcast," and it was like a three minute Smash video, and everybody's like, "Oh, a new character!" And we had no idea what was coming. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and in what Joker sort of uh, points towards is that it's gonna be a full package. You get the character, the stage, and music, of course. But this time we got a lot of music. We even got some of the characters uh, from the persona series are part of uh, you know the stage the final yeah. smash so even some of the me costumes so it's like it's a complete package and that just says you know whoever the other four are gonna be it's gonna be not just them but pretty much their entire families <laughs> yeah just a i mean a quick shout out i really like what they did with like joker's winning animations and stuff like yes the- the 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 results screen is super cool. Um, he's just a he's just a stylish character, and I think they did I think they did really well. To be honest, I, I I'm as as somebody who is not a huge uh, Persona fan, you know, I I haven't played the series before. Actually, I'm pretty impressed with what they did with this character. It's it's pretty cool to to get to play him and and see that they seem to have you know, really taking as many references as possible to kind of tell the person like me, you know, this is who, this is who Joker is, you know, and that's pretty cool. I'm, I'm Mm -hmm. happy with it. Good stuff. I actually have a question about that. You know, well, 
not so much Joker, but um, is there is there any sort of reference or does Morgana the cat does she show up? Oh in... yeah, yeah, all over the place in the taunts, okay. in the windscreens, and yeah, everywhere. That's awesome because I actually have a Morgana beanie hat from nice. E3. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I I was gonna I was thinking about when to talk about that, but yeah, I mean, I guess it's most appropriate. But yeah, I I went to. I went to E3, or the last time I went to E3 with uh, some of my buddies. You know, we, oh, it was probably the best swag at the time. <laughs> everybody wanted a hat. And so we were all waiting outside, like, the Atlas, you know, the booth area. And, you know, I'm sure the Atlas crew were like, oh, gosh, like, they, they just want the hat. They, they, <laughs> they just want the hat. They're not here for the games. They want the hat. Well, maybe for the games, but they want the hat. So, and I swear, like, when they were bringing out the boxes, we were all trying to crowd in, and then my leg was literally crushed at a 45-degree angle for like two and a half minutes. I literally thought that I was going to get injured just to get this hat. I lost my leg, but I got, I got the hat. <laughs> just, just the hat. And then we got it. But then, you know, there were people just pushing, shoving them like, yo, it's kind of rude, though. But, I mean, everybody wanted the hat. And then... All four of us got the hat. We took a picture. I'll share it nice. after this recording. So, <laughs> oh yeah. So that was just. I just thought of that when we were talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> or Persona Five. Anyway, yeah, that's all I got. All right. I mean, I think I think that's all I've got for for Smash right now. Other than it's still. I mean, it turns out it's still a good game. I'm still enjoying it. So hey, great. Just more of it. That's that's nice. awesome. Uh, so since we kind of left you out. Uh, Kevin, you want to go on to the next new game that we've been playing? Yeah, so next game, well, I only played for about 34 minutes <laughs> so far, but uh, I, just, I recently started playing Final Fantasy X HD Remastered, and, you know, I, even though I only played for 34 minutes, like, it was definitely, I'm, I'm thinking, like, man, I wish I could have played this game sooner, because for what it is, the, the graphics, even with, like, on handheld and just... The setting with, you know, like just just starting the game and, and just feeling like you know just that old school Final Fantasy again with a with that mm. with a different touch. I, I I personally enjoyed it so far, even though it's only been thirty four minutes since I played. But uh, you know, I'm hoping to play some more this weekend. And yeah, like I know people complain about the voice acting. I even got people who told me don't turn on voice acting. Just don't turn on the voices. Oh, wow. and I'm like, well, and I'm like, well, you know what? I could see that, you know, there are people who favor the Japanese voice acting more over the English voice acting, but I'm like, well, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna let it go, and I'm just gonna see how it goes, and so far, it's, it's been okay, you know, um, I, I think Titus is, he seems like, his voice seems very appropriate for who he is so far, and yeah, I, I, I you know, I can't wait to play more of it, and so it's, uh, I mean, I'm just glad to have it finally, I've been waiting for it for so long, because, you know, as a Final Fantasy fan, you, you want to want to be able to just relish the moment and even though uh i didn't get much of a chance to play as much as i want to when the when this came out like i'm gonna put some more time in uh but daryl what do you think of the game so far i i think you've mentioned that you've put in a little bit of time too right yeah so i'm i'm probably uh getting close to a couple hours into the game so uh i'm i'm a bigger final fantasy fan than kevin confirmed anyways uh (laughs) (laughs) I so I I I, I kind of put it like this. It, it is reminding me a little bit of the Xenoblade games in that mm. it starts out and a lot of crazy stuff happens all at once, and 
you're getting this feeling of I don't know what's going on, but I'm kind of digging it. I, I I just kind of am. And a couple things now. So this just the, the past few months, I've been playing uh, Final Fantasy IX, which I never got to play before, and I've I've run into uh, some some real issues for me with that game. I like it, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go back on that. But just some like just quality of life playability issues. Mm. Um, mm. Most notably, I've talked about you know where do I where do I go? You know this is getting a little frustrating. That kind of thing. I talked about it with the the guides. Uh, for Final Fantasy X, what I instantly noticed is. Everywhere you go, there's a little mini map on the top left with a arrow that shows where you are and a, a goal arrow, kind of like more, yeah. um, kind of like more modern type RPGs, uh, which I could see that not being somebody's uh, somebody's preference. I could definitely see that, but as somebody who just really wants to, uh, I, I play RPGs because I want to progress the story. You know, I don't, I. I I like the world, I like the setting, but I also just kind of want to, you know, I want to go through it, see if I can find some secrets, and and just kind of play through it. I did that with, um, even even going back to like Final Fantasy Four. It, I don't remember ever being all that lost about where to go. You know, I'm just like, oh, okay, I gotta go here and and do this thing. And as a result, Final Fantasy Ten feels a little more linear to me. Mm. Which I don't know if that's going to continue. I, obviously, I'm still in the the early parts, the the really early parts of the game. But it's not a bad thing, and I don't think it's a bad thing at all. I like the characters thus far. I like I like the world a lot. I like the story that they're doing a lot, just because it is kind of confusing and some crazy stuff is happening, and um, it seems like a really cool setting. So I'm I'm looking forward to this game uh, more than I can say about most games right now. I'm I'm actually really looking forward to playing oh. more of it. Yeah, and that's a good point you made, especially about the minimap. You know, I remember the times where I played Final Fantasy XIII, and that was one of the biggest complaints from a lot of people, which led to people saying that, oh, this game is super linear, like it tells you where to go and stuff, but you can always turn it off. Like, you don't, you don't have to, like, you know, abide by that. Um, but I could see why people were turned off by that. And, yeah, I mean, it, there, like you said, just epic things coming left and right in the very beginning, putting you in the scene, and, I mean... I, I think that's the that's the way that Final Fantasy should be. Just like a bunch of things happening, it's like okay, you're, you're not <laughs> sure, you you don't know how to comprehend it, but you know, just gonna go with it and see what happens. And I think that's just always been one of the motifs of a Final Fantasy game, a good Final Fantasy game. Yeah, uh, you know, it's and you know, I interesting enough, I talked to one of my coworkers about this game or these games, and he was like, "Oh, yo, dude." Final Fantasy X2, my favorite Final Fantasy ever. Really? I was like, whoa, whoa. I was really? Like, I was like, okay, hold up. Why is that? He's like, because the outfits are awesome, and you get the powers from the outfits, and it's the only game, only Final Fantasy game, where that is the most important thing. And I'm like, okay, you know? And I'm like, what about the story, though? I was like, no, Kevin, it's about the outfits. Okay? I'm like, all right, all right. All right. So that's the thing. Forget the story, Kevin. We look and fly here. We look and fly. And he's like, you got to look at a gun mage, Kev. I'm like, oh. And you know what? I didn't want to spoil it, but I just had to look. And oh, <laughs> my goodness. It looks pretty awesome. I, it's like, oh, oh, wow. How do they even think of these things? And, oh, man. Like, the, the, the costumes are so colorful. And I just, I, outfits. That's the theme of Final Fantasy X2. <laughs> I haven't played it yet, but it's about the outfits, so. <laughs> I'm I'm waiting to play through X and then I'll I'll or or ten and and then I'll 
uh, make the call. I, I'm leaving the download code just to, you know, if I don't care about it, I'm going to sell it. And, and uh, for those of, the, of you who've listened to me talk about like Xenoblade Chronicles 2, uh, not caring about the sequel might also indicate that I'm so satisfied with the original game, you know, that I just don't mm. want it or need it, you know. Um, so we'll see. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for 10 and then we'll just, we'll go from there. Who knows? You know, I got one question about this game uh, for you. So, have you are you using the arranged music soundtrack or the original? I'm using arranged, and okay. mm-hmm. I don't switch back and forth too often. Uh, they they give you this choice at the very beginning of the game, like the very beginning. They've also they also ask you what you want your progression tree to be like. I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> oh. Like. whatever so i put that on standard because i read on the internet that a beginner should put it on standard i'm like fine whatever and then the music came around and the one clip that they're playing at the time sounded better in the arranged version to me so i'm like yeah i'm just gonna leave it um so started out the game and turns out it starts with the one song that i love from this game i'm like oh (laughs) Mm. Oh, that's a good start. <laughs> you know, that's there. There you do, go. Do 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 do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. man, uh, I don't know. I know. the game is the game is really nice to play so far. Like it's it's cool. It's got some epic stuff going on, uh, but it's also it's also pretty in its own way, and the music is amazing. And I'm just I'm I'm happy with it. Me too. You know, personally for me, shameless plug right here. Especially with Sergio recommending me this, you know, with the the model price, the modern retros. <laughs> I mean, it sounds really good though. So uh, I I wore those all, the whole time I've been playing Final Fantasy X so far. And with the the Sephira grid, I did look it up as well. And there was one post from I think Steam or Reddit that said if you want to, you know, have like a better if you want to be better prepared for the post game go with the standard Sephira grid. If you want it to be a harder challenge, but have more flexibility uh, later on in the game, then go for the expert. So I was like, oh, ah, you know what? Whatever, I'll just go with standard. Because, I mean, yeah, it, yeah. I'll, maybe I'll play it again if I really, really like it. Like, like it, like a second playthrough in the expert, I don't know. We'll see, but there's a way to go. So, but yeah, I enjoy it too so far, given the 34 minutes I've been playing. Yep. <laughs> Final Fantasy X. <laughs> nice, and I, th- I think I think that wraps us on on Final Fantasy. So I'm gonna move on uh, mm-hmm. to the other big game that came out. Uh, was it today? Holy crap! Uh, Cuphead actually mm. dropped <laughs> uh, this week, and I did pick it up, and I've played uh, about 20 minutes of it so far, uh, all in co-op with my <laughs> wife, uh, which has been nice. really entertaining. Um, <laughs> like. I, I see why this game got so much hype when it came out, and I see why people get frustrated with the game because of the difficulty. Uh, it's definitely there, but I, we're having fun with it. It was we were getting a little frantic by the end, and just decided to put it down. And um, that was that was probably a good choice. But uh, you know, we did we managed to beat a couple levels uh, completely in co-op, and I enjoy it. I I. I think it's a lot of fun. So as somebody, I, I just kind of watched from the outside on it before. Uh, it's nice to get a chance to play it. So <laughs> thanks to our friends at Microsoft. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing more of that one. That's, I think that's all I'm going to say on Cuphead. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I think, and I haven't bought the game yet, but I really do like how 
aesthetically pleasing it is like just that 1920s 1930s cartoon style like it, that is that art style is so legendary uh just the way they're able to convey that into a game and you know even our our community is so hyped on this game coming on the switch and i'm like whoa i was i was a little surprised to be honest I'm like man like i didn't know there was so much love for this game and then man like people are like hyping this game up like even as a release on the Switch, it's like, okay, well, this must be a must-play for the year. Like, and so it's a, it cannot be missed. Well, I think it's going to do really well. I think it's sure. going to do really, really well. And it's going to prove, hey, this is the right way to go, Microsoft. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. It's just that. I, just that partnership. I don't know. I mean, it's... Sony, where are you? Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're off in a corner planning their streaming <laughs> console. Uh, Serge, yeah. are, you, are you looking at picking up Cuphead or interested at all? Oh, it is downloaded. It's just oh, nice. it hasn't been played. Yeah. Go. No, I definitely, I've been really looking forward to this. And I think, uh, Kevin, it's a, it's more of a, a two-factor thing. People have been following this game. Uh, people that, you know, don't have an Xbox or couldn't play it on PC and they have been wanting to play it. And then also the fact mm. that this is the beginning of a good relationship with Microsoft bringing over their games. So there's like a, there, there's two reasons to, to get the game. And I, I agree. I think it's going to do really well and I cannot wait to play it up there. I do have a question you may or may not know. I'm wondering if the game is either easier or harder in co-op than single player. Ooh. Uh, for the record, I fall into both those categories from earlier. Uh, so from what I can tell, and I I don't know if they are ramping the difficulty uh, when you do go into co-op. Mm. So I don't know if it's it's worse if you go into co-op or not. Uh, right. You can re- you can revive each other. So it, now oh. that, that takes skill. That's not you know you <laughs> one one player dies and wherever they die they start like they turn into a ghost and like start floating up in the screen the other person has to <laughs> jump and grab them uh so if you're not in the right if you're not in the right situation if you're not in the right positioning or something unlucky just happens yeah they're toast and they right. don't come back like then <laughs> oh. one one person keeps going on the rest of the stage so we've had that a few times uh but i can't i don't know if they if they dynamically ramp the difficulty i have not played it by myself yet um Oh yeah, well, I'll cool. report back. We'll find out. <laughs> cool, no problem. Thanks. Good stuff. Wait, there's original jazz recordings. What? I, oh, I think so. Yeah, they went all out. Oh my goodness! The music, the art style. It's not. It's not just the art style. I mean, they they went. Oh, I mean, oh, you you wow. open up the game and it's like a it's like this um almost this barbershop quartet like singing about Cuphead. And all the music is kind of fitting the right style, and yes. the writing is kind of the, the fonts look good. I the mm. attention to detail in this game is phenomenal, like really, really good. Um, <laughs> I said, I like even to the point that some of the stuff is like really creepy and kind of unsettling to look at. <laughs> that's <laughs> you know that's what? here too, but uh, it's it's cool. It's it's cool to experience it. It's one of those games as art type things. You hit the nail on the head about that, like. Like just looking at some of the pictures and the images that are shown online and even on the, the website, like or even back when it first came out, I, I was just like, you know, mm. like I had these flashbacks as a kid, like when I see those kind of faces, I'm like, oh, ugh. it's like <laughs> it's like even worse than the, the Hills Have Eyes from Super Mario Brothers 3. Like I was just like, like, whoa, like 
why why feeling why am I feeling this way? But I mean, you know, it, I think it just goes to show how good the art is. Like they they nail it down to a T. <laughs> no, it's it's good. I so far I would recommend it. You know, it is it does seem to be very challenging because the first you know the first few levels are are pretty difficult. So you know, I'll mm. I'll definitely report back. But um, that's not sure. that's not really a bad thing. Like for me, I like I like difficulty. So yeah, we'll we'll try it. Yeah, and I think most people that know about the game know about the difficulty, so it should be easy to avoid, you know, like, oh, I didn't know what I was in for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. All, all right, cool. I mean, I guess with that, you guys want to jump into Yoshi? Let's let's talk about Yoshi. Yes. Yeah, let's let's do it. I'm, oh. I think I'm going to start with Sergio this time because <laughs> yeah, I, I think you, sh- you should give us the uh, the rundown. Yeah, for let's sure. Let's go Serge. And- I know most of our listeners probably thought, man, these guys are not going to talk about it, but <laughs> we are. We were just doing mm-hmm. mellow mode in terms of talking about this game. <laughs> no, no, we were just, you know, we're taking our time with the game, but from what I can tell just in our discussions and now we're going to talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, we we have all been enjoying it. Yeah, it's, I you know, personally for me, I... I love, I love the art style. I think the way everything is crafted, just a little attention to detail, I think is really nice. And even the way they crafted Yoshi too, um, I'm really glad they brought in, you know, all eight different colored Yoshis. I'm a personal fan of the yellow one just because, you know, I actually have <laughs> one that I got from a toy grabbing machine back in the day uh, on a very lucky grab from the, that machine. And yeah, I... I, I think, you know, Sergio, what do you think about the music? Like, what is your take on the way it's being played? Yeah, and good question, because that's that's been sort of a, a negative in most of the reviews out there. To me, honestly, I don't mind it in terms of how the compositions are similar. Yeah, it's basically the same tune done in different styles, but I don't, I don't mind it. The thing that I do mind a little bit is that some of the same songs do repeat a little often. Like, I was... The very first song from the first level, you kind of hear it around level five or six again. And I'm like, eh, I mean, it's a good song, mind you. And other than that, I, I don't mind it at all. It's actually really well mixed. Yeah, for sure. I I think the the intention of, you know, the way they structure the melodies and, like, just having to play that certain theme, like, in different ways over and over. I, I can see why they did that for Yoshi's Crafted World, but at the same time, I, I wish they could put maybe a bit more of a jazz influence into it you know because when i think about the music from yoshi i think about super mario world 2 or yoshi's <laughs> island and like when i was a little kid i i didn't like before i even knew what the word jazz was i felt like you know there was just something about the music that just got me popping like I, but I, I couldn't describe it at the time like i was so young I'm like okay well <laughs> even when i'm in you know playing that that level, you know, the world three boss against the piranha plant. And I'm like, whoa, like it's, it's jaggedy. It just, it, it, I don't know. My heart just jumps up a little bit, but not too much. And like, I'm in this tension mode, you know, just trying to beat the piranha plant. And, and at the same time, like it's, it, it just makes me feel like it's just that adrenaline rush. And I feel like with this game, I don't have that same feeling, but I I think maybe that might be a little unfair because it's a different composer. Um, the the, the art style is different, but I I just wish I'm just nitpicking now, but I I wish that it, it had more of a jazz influence. But mm. other than that, I think I could see why they made the music the way they did. Like it it is very fitting for 
the arts and crafts, the arts and craft, like feel the game. So, well, yeah, it 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 sounds like I, I don't know. This is this is kind of a specific reference, but if you've ever been a, around a bunch of kinder kindergartners playing like the simple recorders and and symbols and, and things like that like <laughs> tambourines and things i have you know that's mm. a, a lot i've seen that a, a lot where you know a bunch of kids playing music that's kind of what it, this <laughs> reminds me of and <laughs> yeah. I, that's i don't mean that quite as harsh as it does uh bottom line i'm not that fond of the music to be honest i'm mm. i don't know it's i think it fits but it's not something i want to listen to <laughs> Most of the time, yeah, me, no, me either. <laughs> so it's all right. It, it does okay, yeah. an okay job setting what the levels are, and, and it's fine. I'm not here for, you know, these these great compositions or anything. I kind of knew what I was getting into from the first trailer, uh, mm. but you know, I, I, it's not my favorite thing. But the rest of the game is so. I mean. <laughs> the 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 word that I was reading, I was looking through reviews on Metacritic and looking for this word is charming. Uh, just everybody, everybody was talking about how charming this game is, and and this game is so much charm and it's charming. It just over and over and over. Um, <laughs> but honestly, that's accurate. Like it actually is. It draws you in uh, because it is so dang cute and just funny. And uh, you know, here you're. you're jumping between these painted fish that are actually on like Dixie paper plates. And so, and you can tell that it is. And just the way that they actually animated that is really funny. Like it's, (laughs) it's really cute. It's funny. It's very, um, it's, it's, it's good at world building and it's just nice to see. Uh, and so what I've been kind of pleased to see is that most of the people who have gotten this game and are talking about it are like overwhelmingly positive on it. And they are primarily because as you go through the game, the levels are so varied and interesting and just downright fun as you go through the game that uh, it's, it it draws a lot of people in even from the outset. And yeah, definitely see that. Definitely, definitely see that. What it reminds me of in kind of an odd way is uh, Paper Mario Color Splash, actually. Uh, which got a lot of hate for the battle system and a lot of hate for a few other things. But honestly, the levels in that game were all different, all really funny, all pretty incredible. So um, it, it's it's a good positive callback to me, uh, kind of the same feeling I had playing that game. Man, I won that game so much on the Switch. You have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> Did you play it on the Wii U? No. Yeah, it, it's... I do have it, but I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting. It's interesting. I can see some of the complaints, but uh, I really did like it. And it's got good music, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. And now, one of the other negative aspects of Yoshi's Crafter World that we kind of haven't seen on reviews is the fact that sometimes you have to revisit levels uh, to get a call <laughs> souvenirs. And you're looking a for... <laughs> <laughs> Backtracking. Yeah. You're looking for, like, one or five or more. And I don't know. To me, honestly, I don't mind it so much. The, I guess because once you get enough of the souvenirs that you're looking for, the game kind of lets you just end it right there. In, in yeah, that's game. super nice. You yeah. can you can just it's it actually asks you. It's like, hey, you found five of these. You want to exit? And I'm like, right, sure. <laughs> the the only problem I have is when I exit the level, I'm like, sweet, I found that, and I go back to and talk to that. Uh, robot guy and he's like oh yeah i also need these in that level and you're like really <laughs> you couldn't send me on one shopping trip with two things come on it, it just seems like they're just trying to add more hours to the game and and maybe that's not the intention that they have but 
I mean, it is nice to to a certain point to collect those souvenirs. Um, but I think one thing that kind of bothers me a little bit now, um, I don't know if this might be controversial, but I think it's awesome to collect the costumes, but I don't like wearing them. I do not. It's <laughs> I weird don't either. Because, like, yeah, yeah. It's it it makes the Yoshi too bulky. Yes. I, I mean, it's it's nice to just have the Yoshi try it on, and I can like rotate left and right on the joysticks and stuff. But when I'm playing it in the level, I don't know. I just want to see Yoshi like free form without the costume, or if you have the costume thing. Don't make it into that boxy sort of form. But I, although, I think it's it's nice. It's just I don't. It's, it's just really not my cup of tea. cute to look at, and then you start playing the level, and you're like, ah, I don't want to be the purple yeah. car anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or the train. It made me like... kind of like I like what they went for. I like I, honestly, I like the way it looks. It's really funny. Um, but I, it made me kind of miss the uh, the different yarn Yoshi's from, yes. from Holy World, mm. uh, like the Mario colored Yoshi uh, made out yeah. of yarn and stuff. That was pretty sweet. <laughs> I, I really liked that. Um, also, I want to I want to get into. So this is another game. I'm compl- I'm playing it completely co op uh, with with my wife. Oh. I'm, I'm not doing mm. any single player at all, and I don't intend to. Um, and we're going through every level, and we're not we're not doing the souvenirs yet. Uh, kind of the same way I play Mario games. When I play this type of game, I'd prefer just to come back to the levels later on and and re-experience them rather than grind them as I go. Um, so we're not doing any of that. We're just we're going through the level. We're getting all the flowers if we can. We're um, going to the flip side, getting the finding the the Poochie pups, and then moving on. And that's a nice way to do it because you get to see a lot. You get to see a lot a little bit quicker than just like. Right. Uh, okay, I gotta go find more, five more lobsters here. You know the, the, that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> but in co-op, what's interesting and why that ties to the costumes is, man, you get in each other's way a lot, a lot. Mm, yeah. And Ugh. like, so Yoshi's main mechanic is you know sticking out his tongue and and eating enemies and turning them into eggs and such. Um, you can you can eat your. Uh, your co-op partner and then you steal all their eggs and then they get mad at you and you throw them off a cliff and it's just it (laughs) you try to land on the same thing and you keep like jumping on each other's backs instead of actually just like standing beside each other and you're like no stop it it does so far it's mostly just making me laugh like it's mostly just funny but i could definitely see it being frustrating at times uh because it's like so something like Donkey Kong or something like Cuphead it doesn't it doesn't mm. really matter if you're playing co-op in terms of you know you still have full control and you're not going to like bump into each other this game is not mm. like that <laughs> this game right. you cannot operate uh, or or be in the same space as each other um so and when I don't know that it actually makes it worse but when both people are wearing costumes man at least visually it makes that it, it makes the whole level feel claustrophobic <laughs> so yeah so that's I mean it, that's a fairly minor complaint because right, right now it's making me laugh but if there are any like really tight platforming challenges which I kind of seen some later on I'm a little nervous about that Wait, so if you're doing co-op, though, what about those levels where you're like that big Yoshi robot thing and you have to, you know, punch your way through and get the most point, get the, get as many points as you oh, can? Oh, yeah. Like, do you, do you both control the One thing, player or? controls each arm. It's actually pretty cool. Oh. oh. Ooh, that's pretty creative. It's actually yeah. pretty cool. Like, I was, I was curious about that as well, and then I saw it, and I was like, oh, well, that makes perfect sense, you know? And, <laughs> and then you just kind of coordinate, well, okay, I'll get the highest stuff, you get the low stuff, and, uh, oh, man, you missed it, you know? <laughs> like, 
<laughs> so yeah, it's 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 a good time. It, it really is a good time. I'm very glad I got it, and we we will definitely keep playing it. It's good stuff. I mean, so what does your wife think of it so far? Does she really like the game? Like, does she like like does she have the similar complaints with like you know the costumes and all that? Like, what's her overall take? Oh yeah, oh uh, yeah, we're. <laughs> we're we're almost completely aligned on it, I think. But she's the one who's asking to play it, which is a Ooh. really really good sign. Um, That's good. And, you know, I, I I talked on the on the cast before. It's not really a secret. I got it because um, she looked at it and, and wanted it, and you know, I like you know I like playing co op games with her. So um, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, we we're doing that. Um, but then she'll come back to and say, "Hey, you want to play Joshi?" I'm like. Yes, I do. <laughs> <You know? laughs> let me. Okay, let me let me save or something. Yeah, and and yeah, yeah. we go over. So it, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun for me. That's awesome. I mean, I, I think that's a really good way to to bond to and just. I mean, I think. I mean, Yoshi. I mean, it's like it's it's a good platform to do it. So um, that's nice. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna go through the game as much as I can on my end too. And I don't know if I'm gonna be as nitpicky about the souvenirs. I'll try to get as many as I can. Uh, but you know, it's just gonna. You know that in Final Fantasy Ten. <laughs> that mm. <laughs> definitely struck me as, hey, this is an extra thing to do, and it didn't. Right. It didn't strike me as being required. Now I don't. I I don't know. I mean, you might get to the end of the game, <laughs> and it might. You know, you only collected four of a hundred and fifty souvenirs. That would that would kind of suck. But uh, that would uh, yeah. Yeah. So far, it just it seems like a completely optional thing. If you want to play through the level and look for something in the background, it's it's kind of fun. Um. Sometimes sure. surprisingly hard. So, yeah, I like yeah. the game. I, I think it. I, th- I think it's polished as anything. I think it's really just fun to play. So that that's kind of overcoming everything else for me. Mm. Nice. In a sidebar question, can you, based on what we, what we have played, can you kind of tell why the game took so long to come out? <laughs> I don't know. I just think Nintendo. I'm I'm pretty sure it was done way before, and Nintendo just wanted to fill out this early part of the year. I don't know, to be honest. And it, I mean, it's it it's interesting in the fact that they've got a lot of 3D elements, but at the same time, this is kind of a Yoshi game. I mean, you're just kind of <laughs> you're, you're playing the same mechanics we have since the Super Nintendo, pretty right. much. I mean, for the most part. Um, now, I, I imagine the artwork and such took a long time, so I'm not trying to discredit that um my only thought is maybe they got done with the game and thought it was a little light in in actual stuff so maybe mm. they went back through and, and actually added some stuff or maybe they were just saving it for a dead spot and this was just where it fit um don't know don't know i think i have to agree with that i think it it was a business decision it was the timing you know they wanted to release it in late march and you know just at a point where you know we're there, there are going to be indies coming out in April, and then hmm. you know we're going to get Fire Emblem in the summer, and so okay, well maybe this will be a good time to release a Yoshi game that people would love to play in co-op and and just have fun with the entire family and friends, and just I, I think it was a business decision for sure, and I mean I thought the timing was perfect. I, I mean I, I don't think they should release it earlier or later, like you know late. It March worked and, out pretty well. Yeah, uh, although I, I I do wish that. Um, <laughs> I I wish I could have spent a little bit more time with Yoshi because now I have Final Fantasy X and I think I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna try to figure out how to do that because then uh, there's an expectation of being a perfectionist as like guys like you know Dragon has mentioned shout out to Dragon because and Shy Guy you know they both want 100 percent yes uh, YCW and 
And I can understand that. And I do think that this would be a great game to speedrun, uh, especially for charity in you know those summer games. Th- those I, I to- I'm blanking out the names. Yeah, I so, yeah those- awesome games done quick or summer yeah, games right. done quick. Yes. Yeah. Right, right. There we go. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this game does have that urge. Like, oh, you have to perfect it. You have to get 100%. But at the same time, you know, you don't have to because, I mean, it's, it's, it's meant to be a leisurely, relaxing game. A, a good platforming game where you know you're Yoshi, you're shooting eggs out, and you know just hovering. You can hover for days. I don't. I mean, there's there gotta be some sort of like some video where some person is just trying to hover as long as possible. Like, what is the world record for that? I want to know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure until your thumb falls off. I don't think you can. Like, I I think you can maintain your height forever, from what I can tell. It just right. Yes, yeah. Yeah. You just kind of fly, <laughs> which comes in very handy in the co-op mode. I gotta say, it, it really sure. does. Because if I can't yeah. occupy a platform, man, I'm just gonna start flying around. That's, <laughs> that's yeah. what I do. Good stuff. All right. I I think. That probably wraps us up for for Yoshi right now. We might come back to that one as we play more of it, um, depending on exactly how it goes. But so far, I'm I'm really positive on it. Sounds like all three of us kind of are. Yeah, I, we, yeah. We can say we give it the NJP triple seal of approval. <laughs> Bam! There you go. <laughs> there we go. Two, two popsicle sticks up from me. Uh, Kevin, what else have you been playing, man? I'm gonna tell you right now. I've been playing more Moon Litter. Or Moonlighter, you know, it's been <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Dragon, you know, he he said Moonlitter, I'm like, oh, that's pretty dope. <laughs> so Moonlitter's been pretty good. I played a few more hours. I beat the first dungeon, you know, with the, the big golem thing. And I I'm loving it. Like it's a pretty awesome, you know, Zelda dungeon crawler shopkeeper type of game. One of my favorite things to do is to, you know, as a shopkeeper, I wait until those thieves come out because like whenever you have people come into the shop, you you can notice that there's like this little white bubble that pops out like on top of their heads, and you'll see this nefarious mask, you know, in that bubble. It's like okay, that's a thief. I wonder which item that person's gonna steal, right? So I'm just like waiting for that person to steal something, and then I press the ZL, like blah, 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 just like try to get that item out of their hands and <laughs> and be like, be gone, like just get out of the shop, you know, and <laughs> like. Like and and you, I would have like people, two people like just waiting in line to get their, you know, just to pay for items. But like, no, I'm focusing on that thief, man. Like, <laughs> you better not steal anything. And so, I thought it was a nice touch. I mean, at some points, I could see why it could be a little annoying because you were focusing on selling items. But you know, it's nice to have, you know, a little change up every now and then with the thief trying to steal your items, or you have other. There's this one customer that is very interesting. Like, I, like. You can price your item like whatever like value, and for some reason that person will just, you know, most likely will purchase it. And I'm thinking like, man, I should have just priced it at a million coins. Like, why am I doing? Why am I not doing that? <laughs> you, you have a bright future in mobile game development, my friend. <laughs> that, that that concept is what we would know as a whale. <laughs> right a whale, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean. It's it's a pretty nice thing, and I, but one of the things that I really do like too is I really do like using the weapons and upgrading the weapons. Um, I'm a big spear guy, you know. Just coming from I'm referencing 
like just games from Final Fantasy, like from Final Fantasy Nine Freya and Kane from Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Four, your favorite Final Fantasy Zero, and I just yep. I'm in love with just the spear weapon. So I use it quite a bit, and the bow too. The bow is pretty cool, but I got used to spear. And yeah, I I really like the dodging mechanic in the game. Like there's just certain enemies where you'll start to recognize their patterns, and you just like you know dodge one way and just like you know beat them to death. And um, I I I just like playing this overall like just um you know just going i even after going through the first dungeon but i do have one regret though like because when you beat the dungeon you get these golem like books these tomes and then i pretty much sold them at like 500 to 900 dollars a pop and to my disappointment to my chagrin when i looked up online of how much they're actually worth they're worth anywhere from 2500 to 3500 a pop like what and I'm th- and I'm thinking like yeah it makes sense because like when the customers come into the store and they see the item their eyes are green like oh god no what am I doing <laughs> give, give it back give it back <laughs> I'm like and hey, like so I don't know I, I actually don't know the answer to this if you don't check them out what happens like if they pick up the item they take it to the register you have to push a button to check them out what happens if you don't yeah I don't know like. Do they just? I like, want to try that the item. Yeah, I, I'm kind of. I, I'm gonna do that because I've one seen of the them items. get a little impatient with you and like start like you know dot dot <laughs> dotting. I just wonder what happens. That'd be that'd be funny to find out. Yeah, I mean, because hopefully they'll leave the item there and give it back. That item's been recalled just now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, that was a price <laughs> error and i won't honor it <laughs> oh man just like just like in real life no but i mean <laughs> but that's the beauty of the game though i mean you you need to just be cognizant of just trying to figure out how much an item is worth and just you know make a good guess apparently for me those <laughs> golem tomes could have been worth a lot more and i just messed up there so it's all good but i there are times where i would have these mysterious items that i don't know what they are yet and then i lose my life unexpectedly in the in the dungeon i'm like no oh, i hate <laughs> that i hate that yeah <laughs> and i'm like thinking oh gosh i have to play again i cannot i don't i have to play again before i just stop for a day and so yeah overall, i want to get back yeah. to the game it's it's a very cool game to play it it's it's just it's nice to look at the animations are great um, mm-hmm. it's a fun, it's a fun little gameplay loop. So I definitely want to get back to it at, at some point in the near future. For sure. And this game also has my, you know, or excuse me, our NJP seal of approval, uh, especially from you, Daryl. I know you like this game too. So, uh, I think it's a great game to play just in spurts and yeah, just, if you see that thief, you better catch that person. <laughs> Otherwise that $2,000 golem to- Golem Tome is gone. <laughs> so, um, anyway, yep, Moonlighter. Ah, Moonlighter. <laughs> nice. Uh, Sergio, what else have you been playing? I have been playing a scary platformer that came out on the Switch pretty much uh, two weeks ago. It's called Overwhelm, all in capital letters. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Very Ooh. fitting. So, basically, it's kind of a Metroidvania-type game. It's more like a Metroid game. There's really no... There's actually no secrets or destructible walls or any power-ups. In fact, your mission is just to survive, first of all, and make your way around this crazy, scary red world. 
it's the default is red, but you can change the color. And you're uh, making your way around, and every time you find a boss, if you're able to defeat it, the enemies get the power up from the boss. <laughs> Ooh. So, for example, if the boss has like a shield on its head and you have to shoot its tail, then after you move on from that boss to the others, some of the enemies are going to be shielded. And then some of the enemies are going to start flying or swimming or just swooping down on you out of nowhere. It's, it's, it, gets, it gets crazy. Uh, the game does use uh, visuals and audio really well. And even though it's it's sort of minimalistic, it's very limited colors, uh, three colors at the most and a couple of shades of those. And even though, I mean, the game is pretty scary, especially because the way the enemies are. Everything is pretty fast. I would say it's a little bit faster than something like Super Metroid. So, yeah, there's definitely a lot of challenge there. And you can shoot the enemies with the right stick. So basically it's like a twin stick 2D side-scrolling shooter. Oh, okay. Nice. I, I got a question for you. Yes. Is there a reason why it's in that red red theme? Is it just because it's like blood-sucking or just like just to invoke that scary, like just that scary motion? Like why is it like predominantly red? Yeah, I think so actually. It, it's, it has to be to add to the... You know the atmosphere and yeah the, the scary environment uh there like i said you can change the color i i did see blue and a uh, yellow but Ooh. yeah red is like oh this is scary <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean and uh, just just as somebody who that it caught my eye on the eShop, and the game looks cool like it's definitely looks something like something different than pretty much anything I've ever ever seen, and I, I gotta say, you know, I looked at it, I was like, oh yeah, that's probably a game I would like, and then I moved on <laughs> to something else. But um, no, I'm glad to hear that you actually uh, got it. So it sounds like you you would you're pretty you're pretty positive on it. Oh yeah, for sure. It's so the main goal. The I, I guess the the real ending of the game is making your way through the five bosses in a row. Um, whenever you, you have three lives and whenever you lose the three, that's it. You have to start over. You can go to each boss in whatever order you like. And that's, that's kind of part of the appeal because if you don't like a certain power up that the enemies get, you can leave that for last. And yeah, hmm, so the okay. goal is, is to beat all five. I have beat all five of them individually, <laughs> but oh, okay. <laughs> I, I definitely want to challenge myself to, to beat them five in a row I, at first i thought no that's gonna be too difficult but when i uh, played most recently a couple of days ago i almost beat two in a row after not playing the game for about a week so you do get more used to it it controls and flows really well and it, it the game is out to get you the, the enemies are gonna go for you for sure but it never really feels cheap it, it's really well done that's cool uh, and from a, a video i was watching on it when you lose a life it starts messing with you even more and yes whoa like it does some weird things like all of a sudden the sound gets crazy when you <laughs> lose a life and then like your visuals and sound get crazy so like yes you have three lives but really you have like one good life and then a couple of like <laughs> you're definitely handicapped from what i could tell oh yeah yeah for sure when you do beat a boss and if you're able to make it back to like the central area you get three lives back basically you're back to three and you're back oh, to okay that's cool full health full vision and everything but but yeah and now the enemies are you know they basically the enemies are going to keep getting stronger and stronger and you stay the same 
So yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, definitely a challenge, and it does control really well. Are the enemies overwhelming? <laughs> <laughs> See, I've been avoiding doing that this entire time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I I was like, someone has to say that. I mean. <laughs> Even though it's lame, but oh well. <laughs> no, but they they do they are even from okay. the start. So they just keep yeah. they get more overwhelming. This this game enjoys making you feel stressed, and that's obvious <laughs> in like every capacity. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm. I'm glad you liked it though. I, it it definitely looked cool Damn. to me. So um, when I I heard you were picking it up, I was like, ooh, that's I I, I wanted to hear it from you. So yeah, I'm glad I, this one. I'll say you know if I'm if I'm placing a bet it'll probably end up on my Switch at some point when it gets on a sale or something you know yeah um, for sure mm-hmm. it, it'll be one I can't really pass up but yeah pretty cool good stuff all right then I think I think we're gonna wrap it with me um so I've also been playing a lot actually of Blaster Master Zero Two uh so this is the mm. game I was really excited for from the uh, the Nindy Showcase and the, mm. the or then they said. Hey, it's it's out now, you know. Uh, this this was the out now game. It was one that wasn't on my radar at all. I didn't I didn't know this was coming. I didn't see any rumors or anything. Um, oh. And I really liked the first game, uh, Blaster Master Zero, which is pretty much a remake in which they did like everything better than uh, the original Blaster Master. Uh, <laughs> so playing this, uh, if you've played Blaster Master Zero. Or even the original. Uh, this is going to feel really familiar. In it's uh, there's a lot of the same type gameplay, but they've done some really smart things that I want to point out. So what it is, um, at least the remake. So Blaster Master Zero, they kind of turned into a, a fairly light but still kind of substantial uh, Metroidvania type game. So you know you're walk you're going around in a tank. In in the two D side scrolling areas, you're going around in a tank and finding these power ups for your tank to basically either be better movement or better weapons or or what have you, and then that opens up more areas in the game. Pretty standard type gameplay. Uh, the cool part is you can exit the tank and go on foot and go into these uh, kind of labyrinth sections where it's it switches to a top down view and you you it, think like the old Contra games really similar to that um and if you haven't seen blaster master that that's pretty much what it is and it the reason i like zero so much is just like the music was incredible the gameplay was really really tight uh it kind of got in and got out it wasn't an extremely long game but it was it was substantial enough um it was just fun to play and blaster master zero two takes all of that and i i obviously haven't beaten it yet so i can't um I can't really give a time to complete or anything like that, but the actual gameplay itself is just better, like just plain better in every way. They've done uh, a lot of really smart things with the power-up finding and and the actual progression that you go through, Uh, whereas in the first game, it got pretty easy by the end of the game to just like get completely overpowered and just kind of go through and wreck the game. They've done some really smart things in this game to make you overall weaker uh, relative to, and that's not a bad thing. Because uh, you do have some really cool, varied, uh, interesting, different weapons that you can use, uh, both in the tank and on foot. All the weapons are different, um, for for the most part. There's a, a few similarities, but um, especially the on foot sections, completely different weapons than than Blaster Master Zero, um, which was one of the areas that it, it almost became a joke at the end. 
but they've done some really cool things. They added, added this little like on the the top down sections. They have added this little dodge uh, and counter attack move that can be upgraded to do different things. And they've also done one other thing that addressed a concern I had with the original game, which was it was trying to be a Metroidvania game, but it was also the world wasn't exactly laid out to be one. So there was a lot of like significant backtracking in that game to get where you needed to be. Um, in this game, they've kind of done away with that by making it actual different planets. So as you're moving through, you are mm. jumping between planets to progress in the game. So you don't have to traverse all these areas you've already seen before. Um, generally, I don't like that in games to segment it this much, but I think in this one, it's really solved one of the main issues I had with the first game. Man, for for ten dollars, I there's not much better you can do on the on the eShop. I don't think. I think this is a really really tight fun game and i'm i'm really enjoying it to be honest that's awesome and you know just given the hype you have for this game and just a series like do you feel like and i'm just speaking on behalf of just you know people that i've talked about games in general and like i feel like maybe this game needs to get more love do you feel like this series is underrated or overrated or like just enough hype like what do you what's your take on that i think that the remakes are maybe slightly underknown. Uh, and mm. the Blaster Master Zero got a lot of attention because it came out like right after the, the right. Switch launch, so it was on right. a lot of people's switches at at the beginning, and it got a lot of praise at that time, and that's that's great. Um, this one kind of snuck under the radar, and it got kind of buried, I think, by a lot of the other Nindies announced that day and and such. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think it it deserves to be on your radar if you like. Um, basically exploratory platforming combat games uh if you like games that have multiple different styles of of gameplay in them uh blaster master is a a classic i mean it is an nes classic and it's a really good game it's actually on um the original is on the uh the nes online service so uh, Mm. give it a try i mean it's it's a really fun game (laughs) brutally hard in that format and a little rough and uh, these games have, have done a lot to kind of smooth the edges a little bit, but um, man, it's, it's just yeah, I, I I really like the gameplay a lot because they do some really cool things with the tank, like you get boosts and and wall crawls and and things like that. That um, they they do some really sure. cool things. And you know, one of the positives or like the highlights of the first game that I always heard about is that people like how it does feel like an authentic retro nes type of game like you could actually make the game the way it is on an nes i'm wondering if the same can be said for the sequel i mean visually and probably audio not really um it's and and probably even the original would have been a a bit of a stretch like blast Mm. master zero probably would have been a stretch this one they've done a lot of like little graphical effects and things like that they've they've definitely um kind of buffed it up a little bit in terms of what it's doing visually but what they haven't lost is kind of the old school appeal of it. Uh, it's kind of interesting because they're they're so if you go back to the the NES games of this style, you're you're thinking like the original Metroid, which did not give you a clue where to go, um, <laughs> and a few other games kind of like that where you were just kind of lost most of the time and and kind of puttering your way through the 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 world. Uh, in this particular one, no, you have objective markers, and it kind of gu- guides you, but still, it, it's kind of the Super Metroid, Metroid Fusion type, 
Like, you know, kind of the general area that you want to get to, not how to get to it. And I love that um, because sometimes you're surprised by what's around and, and it, it allows you to explore the world. So it's not like really handholding you, but it also kind of gives you some guidance like, hey, you should probably check out this area. It looks kind of funny, you know, <laughs> and mm. I, I like the way they did it. And I think they've, they've done a really good job. I, I'm generally really positive on NT Creates games. Um, they are responsible for Azure Striker, uh, Dragon Mark for Death, which I love, by the way. Um, the Bloodstained Curse of the Moon, the the eight bit thing, uh, Mighty Gunvolt, yes. oh, uh, nice. and a whole bunch of other games, <laughs> and just like everything they do is just it, it seems like really really quality games and just a lot of fun. So I, I'm I'm very high on them, and I based on this I'll continue to continue to be so. Good stuff. Yeah, I mean, just based on what you're saying, it seems like it the sequel is a very well balanced game. I mean, it, you know, you and just like different pers- depending on how you like just the different perspectives and like what what weapons you use. Like, what is your favorite weapon to use um, out of like all the available like. Like what is your favorite weapon? So on mm-hmm. on foot, the way it goes, you get this uh, for the on foot section, switch to the top down. You get uh, you basically have this meter that you can pick between so many, however many weapons that you have blocks on the meter. And as you take damage, you lose blocks off that meter, so you start not being able to use certain weapons. Oh, <laughs> so there's a lot of. It, there's a lot of incentive to like not get hit <laughs> or or be be a lot careful because then you'll lose like some of your your more powerful weapons. Uh, in this particular, in the first game, uh, Blaster Master Zero, there was like one clearly best weapon. It was kind of like the wave beam from uh, Metroid. It went through walls. It did a lot of damage. It was fast. It was huge. You know, like the the last weapon you get, if you could keep it, man, you just wrecked the entire game with it. Um, <laughs> In this particular one, there's really not one like that. And the the best one, or the last one you get, uh, is kind of a toned-down version of it. It's like this beam that, it does go through walls, but it gets smaller the more you use it. And mm. it, it seems a lot more balanced. It's probably the best. Um, but o- overall, I find myself switching between the weapons a little bit more, because they all are kind of good at different things. Like you have this, this kind of melee weapon, kind of sword slash... Uh, you also have a shield that reflects all the beams that hit it. You also have uh, this like spreader shot that's kind of weak, but it's actually really good. There's there's a lot of different variety on it, so uh, I find myself switching a little bit more, which is actually quite nice. It, it's refreshing after uh, just kind of playing with one weapon as much as possible in the first game. As for the tank itself, I just need uh, it in the first game. It got cooler as you went on. Like you started getting like these these boosts that you would like damage enemies as you boosted through them and Ooh. missiles out and missiles Ooh. everywhere and different uh, different charge shots and crazy stuff. So I'm I'm waiting to see exactly where they go with this game. I'm very intrigued based on the power ups I already have. Nice, dang! It sounds like a good variety of weapons. I mean, like I I'm pretty impressed. Like just I mean, and for a ten dollar game, like that's a that's a really good bang for your buck. I mean. It, it feels like even I mean I haven't played Blaster Ma- I haven't played the first Blaster Master but I'm kind of intrigued now like <laughs> it's uh, yeah I, fair I know warning the first one the first one is a little rough like the the oh, NES one okay. is a little rough to play but it gives you a good idea of what to expect is is, is, okay. is how I'll put it for sure but yeah I mean at ten bucks I would recommend this to pretty much anybody who likes action platformer ex- exploration type games um it's it's a lot of fun and 
it does while it builds on the story of the first game i would not call the first game a like a prerequisite for it not really um Hmm. this one is a little bit harder like uh definitely it is a little bit harder i really like the first game so if you want to start with that you know you you're not doing anything wrong there it's it's a great game i based on what i played so far this one is the better game and that's just nice to see i'm i'm I like it. It's a great sequel. Good stuff. Nice. So that's it for uh, games I've been playing, <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we went through quite a bit today. I mean, you know, we got the update from Smash, the Joker, and then, you know, just some updates from games like Moonlighter and Yoshi's Crafted World, Final Fantasy X, you know, Overwhelm, and sequel to Blaster Master. And Cuphead. <laughs> and Cuphead. And Cuphead. I mean, man, that, you know... The more I look at the art, especially with the characters that look really mean, the more I'm like, oh, like <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. I just feel conflicted. Like, but it's a good, in a good way. Like, like they do a really good job making those characters look really mean and angry. <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it's, it's just something about that art. I, maybe I'm, I don't know. Like, you, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Like, just, it, just, it's just so pronounced. Just the way their facial expressions are. I, I love it. And man, <laughs> Cuphead. I mean, what a name. <laughs> so. All right. Then I think I think it's probably time for Sergio to save us. <laughs> well, save us. it is time to jump out of here. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to chat with us and with an awesome Nintendo gaming community, you can join our Discord group. The description for this episode has a link at the bottom so you can join the Discord. Our episodes are on YouTube. Feel free to leave us a comment about anything we discussed on this episode or any topics that you would like for us to discuss on the show. You can also follow us on social media. We are on Twitter and on Instagram as Nintendo Jump, and we also have a Facebook group. You can send us your feedback via social media, via Discord, or via our email address at nintendojumppodcast at gmail.com. If you want to support this show, the best way to do so is through our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash nintendojump. Another way to support the show would be by leaving a review in your podcast application of choice. We would really appreciate it. This is Sergio, and on behalf of Daryl and Kevin, thank you for listening, and we hope you have a great week. Bye-bye. What song are we going to get today? That's all I got. (laughs) I like the whistling. It was pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good night, everybody. (laughs) Good night. Bye, everybody. Pokemon Center.